Welcome everyone to our Expanding Life podcast episode cuatro. We just recently got back to the Dominican Republic. Still rocking that Spanish episode four. And the tan. And yeah, yeah. En enjoy it while it lasts. Exactly. So we live in Utah. The weather is not great. Yeah, not conducive to a tan. Exactly. Yeah. So um, we're excited to share some more thoughts with all of you and hopefully you guys have enjoyed what we've shared so far our intention has always been to live into the brand idea of expanding life that's why the entire podcast is called that because um, we're hoping that you guys can glean some things from this have your wife have your lives work better for you um, and then feel free to give us some feedback right i think it would be fun to tackle some topics that uh, are important to all of you yeah, definitely. So one of the things that we wanted to kind of jump or dive right into it, um, you know, for Ryan and I, you know, we've got our start many, many years ago. Um, and it's it's been really fascinating, interesting, built, helping to build a sales force, right? And you meet people from all different walks of life. Uh, and I think sometimes, especially when it comes to messaging, you know, expanding life, uh, messaging can be really, really interesting, right? Um, and specifically in our culture today where it's kind of really, it's kind of a hot topic of, you know, this toxic masculinity and, you know, pounding our chests and <laughs> yeah. going out there. And I think some people can look at it as, uh, you know, oh, that's rah-rah stuff or, oh, I don't need that stuff and that's just not for me or some people or if it's a sales organization or oh, those guys just go pound their chests and they just, Go and say, go sell it all, no matter what the cost. Just go sell, go sell more, you know. Uh, and I think it's interesting. Ryan and I have had interesting perspectives. I, I feel like if it's an organization, it's a team, if it's a culture, you know, the, the culture you build is made up of obviously the people that are building it, right? And their different perspectives, the different things that they bring to the table. And I think that's one of the things Ryan and I were, when we first met, when we first started Encore, we were really wanting to be very, very purposeful with, was was building a really uh, intentional culture around helping to better people in their lives. And not just in work, and not just in go freaking sell at, at any cost. Doesn't matter. You know, if you have to, if you have to take advantage of somebody. When in doubt, yeah. lie. <laughs> when in doubt, lie. Exactly. <laughs> like, we wanted to build a culture to where it could support growth in every aspect and area of life. And we wanted to also build a culture that was focused uh, around not just serving one person, right? But serving people of all sorts of different walks of life. Yeah. And so I feel like, you know, this whole subject, uh, you know, we do, we have women and men alike here at Air Encore. Everybody has an opportunity to be able to progress and grow no matter what their sphere, no matter what their circumstance, no matter what their background is. I love that about Encore. Yeah. I love that about expanding life. It doesn't matter where you've come from. It doesn't matter even what you've done up to this point. It doesn't matter maybe if you've had a really hard life, really hard upbringing, or if you've had a bad family life growing up. It doesn't matter. You can grow and progress, and you can change your life. You can change the trajectory of your life by just making a decision that you're going to make that shift and that change. Yeah, yeah, I, and I can see... You know, if, if I were to give people the benefit of the doubt, even within our organization, if it's someone from the outside looking in, 
I think it's easy to go, oh my gosh, like you have this team here and this team here, and there isn't a single female mm. on the entire team. You know, like clearly we have way more male sales reps than we do female. Um, I, I think for whatever reason, um, from my experience, because when we obviously are are recruiting, we are definitely not targeting a male versus a female. It's like this is the job. This is what it is. Here's your day-to-day, here's your compensation, here's the expectations, right? For whatever reason, I think sometimes in 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 talking to the females is they 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 give themselves a pass a little bit that they just are incapable of taking on a job like this. Now clearly I am painting this with a broad brush, but in feedback that I've had and why people, you know, why, why certain females didn't feel like it was right for them, um, either in accepting the job or even after they accepted it and continuing with it, oftentimes we'll hear that. But this is what's crazy. In my experience, oftentimes the females kill the male sales reps, right? Um, they're just, they're more comfortable for people to talk to. Um, a lot of times I think that they come across as more sincere and more authentic. Um, there's a lot of a lot of benefits that I've seen in, in working with female sales reps. Um, so I, I always encourage them to lean in. Like, I guess, I think it would be, it would be incredible if we could continually attract more and more female sales reps. Cause as, as we, as we see, we look at like teams like Kansas city, you know, yeah. our, our, our two pillars, pillars of leadership, our area manager and our solar pro manager are both female and they are both absolutely incredible. Uh, I mean, still to this day, no one has been able to put up the types of solar pro numbers as Carla Van Ors. Yep. You know, there's a reason why we've called her the queen for so many years. I mean, it just it's mind-boggling. Her her best year, she put up 415 pitched leads with 155 closes. Like, absolutely insane, you know? Um, and so as much as that we can continue to uh, espouse that, and, and, and I'm the first to admit that I don't have all the answers, right? But I would like to be able to uh, attract more gals into, uh, into our sales force. The other thing that I think is, is, you know, this, this word toxic masculinity is kind of been cheapened. It's easily thrown around. It's one of those trigger words and people love to just beat that drum. I think more of it is it's just a lack of professionalism. Mm -hmm. If it exists, and I'm not saying we're perfect, I think it can exist even in some of our offices as much as we would choose to eradicate it, right? Let's let's be honest. Statistically, it could exist in some certain individuals and we could have interactions like that occur, right? But really what it boils down to me is it's just a lack of professionalism, right? It's, it's, it's not understanding, as you said earlier, that people come from different backgrounds and different walks of life. It's the lack of sensitivity to those types of situations. It's the fact that, yeah, you maybe did grow up in the ranks of your salesmanship in a toxic, you know, a toxic masculine environment, but that doesn't give you permission. That's always how it should be. I think in every, every given stage, you need to look at the organizations that you have represented and take all the good and then just leave all the bad and decide that, hey, you're going to do something differently so that you can really create a powerful culture where everybody there feels like they can be a part of something bigger than themselves. Yeah, I love that. And I think it goes back to, we always talk about living a principle-based life, you know, and I think it really speaks to what you're talking about, where it doesn't matter somebody's background, doesn't matter female, male, 
Like if they're espousing and living good, wholesome principles, you can thrive. You yeah. can thrive and you can succeed in an environment here like at Encore. Um, and I think that is just, it's really, really important, I think, to focus on that. And instead of focusing on, oh yeah, well, I'm just going to be the loudest, right? Yeah. I'm just going to scream the loudest. And I, I've seen this like in training new sales reps. They go and give their pitch and they're just wildly over the top, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, hey, how you doing? Like crazy over the top. It's like, whoa, okay, just bring, like, I get it. You got a lot of passion. You feel like testosterone. You got a lot in you. Like, but learn to be able to wield that. So it's almost like a weapon, right? Yeah. And it, learn to wield that. And I've always said, I think every single person is placed on this earth to fulfill a, a specific purpose and role. Everybody has different gifts. I love that. I think it's a, I, I love that perspective because I feel like it gives you a different lens to which, which to look, look at other people with. Right. Yeah. As opposed to seeing somebody as, Oh, well they're, th they're this way. Or this person's lazy. This person's a hard worker. This person's this, as opposed to saying like, Hey, listen, you have a gift. You have something that's specific you can bring to Encore and it will lift all of Encore. Totally. And I think yeah. if you can look at somebody with that perspective and that lens, you will see them in such a more beautiful and good yeah. light. You yeah. Know? I think it's coming from a place though, that everyone has a, a ton of value that they can contribute. Yeah. You yeah. know, oftentimes when you get into these, these, this status game, right. Mm -hmm. Where, where you are above this person or that person. And it's just, unfortunately, um, that's just a, a, a dangerous game to play. It's, uh, uh, it's in my opinion, not the way to live life because I feel like, anyone has the capacity any given time to provide a golden nugget, right? That might be an action in, in what they contribute to a team. It might be in something that they say, mm -hmm. but there, you know, with, there's always something beautiful that I think everybody can contribute. Yeah. You know? I, I remember managing an office in Phoenix and I remember having this idea and I, I ran with it. And I remember thinking like this whole idea of like, everybody has something to contribute to the office right now. Granted, Everybody, everybody has to uh, be bought in and contribute to the overall goal, which is sales, which is yep, revenue, totally. right? Yep. But in addition to that, like, how can we take it to the next level? So I remember going through this exercise and I had, I, I did this whole paper and I passed it around. Everybody had it. And I said, you know, write out your, your unique gift or skill, you know? And I, it was crazy. I learned so much about my, you know, the salespeople I was working with that I had recruited. I learned people, some people were artists. They love to paint. I learned some people mm. were DJs. Some people were really into music and oh, stuff. And so cool. I would then try to try to structure the office to where it would help to support their gift, you know? So like one person I remember, he was really- he walks in. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to be boxing, you know? <laughs> cool. You're the office beatboxer. <laughs> but like he was really into music. I remember, cool, you're going to be the person that's in charge of music, you know? So it was something to where and one above and beyond, right? Obviously people had to be in there. They had to follow. They had to follow the way. They had to be able to make sure they're adding value, uh, adding revenue as well. But in addition to that, they could come in and feel like they could really contribute. You know, and yeah. I feel like that is a massive human need. Is people want to feel like they're contributing, and I think all too often, it's not necessarily. It's not necessarily. Um, you know that people are failing. I think a lot of times the system. Uh, they're not put in a system that's conducive yeah. to helping them feel like they can contribute. Yep. You know? So I think somebody comes in, maybe they don't have a lot of sales background or sales experience. And they're like, I feel like I have something to give. I just don't know what it is. 
But then the best leaders, the best mentors are the ones that see that gift in somebody else yeah. and they're able to pull it out of them totally. and help show it to them and how they can apply it to something like sales yeah, of course. And, and help them to excel. And it's such a beautiful thing. Yeah, you know? I, I, it's oftentimes you, people might even know what their superpower is, yeah. but for whatever reason, they don't want to put themselves out there, right? They, they're like, who, who am I to, you know, peacock, right? To, to spread my wings and show what I'm capable of. And so I, I think it's spot on. It says good leaders that, that we pull that out of them. We give them permission mm-hmm. to utilize those skill sets because clearly keeping it to yourself, uh, you know, is, is not going to serve people. You know, you're, you're playing small, doesn't serve the world, 100%. as Marianne Williamson says. You know, hundred percent. You know, I think another thing too. We've we've just obviously done our twenty twenty three kickoff event, yep. which is really really fun, uh, and we've spent a lot of time thinking about what is going to help serve the, the Salesforce the best. What's going to yeah. help serve Encore the best? And as we've gone through a bunch of different ideas, really seeing the stage and growth of the company, and we've you know come up with this you know the theme for twenty twenty three of all in. Yeah, right going all in and there's so much depth to that yeah there's a lot of principles to that and so one of the things i've found in my life uh is (laughs) in starting my career i experienced a lot of pain because i felt like oh well you know if i just kind of ease into this and i just try this out over here or i try to dabble this and do this and try to dabble over here and i remember just experiencing a lot of pain a lot of confusion a lot of heartache a lot of pain and I remember hearing about this principle, uh, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but this principle of going all in and doing something and putting your whole soul, your whole body, your whole being presence into it, and how it's actually, be- it becomes easier yeah. because you have directed focus as yeah. opposed to having 10 different things you're trying to do and your energy then is split 10 different ways. Instead, focusing your whole energy into one goal, yeah. into one thing. Totally. Well, yeah, and I think it becomes naturally easier to enroll people, yeah. right? When when you're just dipping your toe in the water, like you got, you know, you got your your squad, so to speak, going. We can we can do this or or or, or not, yeah. right? Like as opposed to like, no, we're gonna we're gonna take the mountain, mm-hmm. like like we're gonna we're gonna charge the mountain. We got this. This is what we're going to do. It's just, it's so much easier for people to buy into that, you know, as it, for most of us as human beings, we love, uh, we love to see strength mm. in our leaders, right? And that doesn't mean that you have to have a title to be a leader. We've talked about this before, right? But it means that, hey, you are absolutely committed, pure certainty that this is what we're going to do. And we are all in on this, you know? So all of a sudden it, it actually is the cosmos start to align it makes accomplishing that thing so much easier, right? Yeah. Um, and and you know we've we've I've had the opportunity to kind of really dive into this because I think if you just hear it, you're like, ah, it's so cliche, right? All in, everyone says that, you know, but there's there's so much more to it. It's it's giving yourself once again permission um, to really go for it instead of instead of looking at this as a as a pass fail. Well, man, what if I go for it and then I don't make it? Then what? It would have been better for me not to even have tried because the worst thing that could happen is I get my hopes up and then I fall short. But it's all how we choose to interpret falling short. It's not failure. It's only failure if you stop, right? And so it's either you, you, you succeed 
where you learn, right? And, and, and maybe you went all in and you felt just a little bit shy of, of a target, but that's okay, man, because now you have perspective you did not have before. Yeah. Right? It's like climbing, climbing to the top of a mountain, right? And you get, you're aiming for the summit and you only get three quarters of the way up. The view from three quarters of the way up is able to give you perspective on just what that little bit of gap there is to make up the difference, right? Yeah. But if you hadn't been all in and going for the summit, you would have probably been much lower on on where you eventually arrived. Absolutely. Because and it, it's because it requires so much more energy than I think what people initially realize. Yeah. And so what happens is that, oh, cool, I'm going to go all in on this for a week. And all of a sudden they experience pain. Like, oh, this is hard. I'm going to yeah. go try to do something Just else. kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. Not and all I, in. <laughs> exactly. Not all in. And I think especially in our, our society, we have this thing of the gig economy, right? Our, 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 you know, and not to knock it, right? Like you have a lot of people to where in our, it's 2023, you know, you could go on online, you could go get this job or that job, and you could do a lot of different side projects. You can dabble over here, dabble over there. And I think it's just interesting. We've talked about this before, but I think it really harms and it really, it really does not serve somebody to really get depth in one thing and become yeah. an expert, you know, yeah. as opposed to like, Oh, I'm just going to dabble all these things. Once again, we all have, we all have a limited amount of willpower, right? Yep. We all have, we all have the same amount of hours in the day, right? We all have a limited amount of energy that we can devote and give to something. So who's going to be more powerful? The person that devotes all their energy to one thing, to one goal, to one purpose, yep. or somebody who's going to give a little energy spread across 10 different things. Yeah. You know, it goes to your point before I want to follow the leader. I want to follow the leader who's saying, this is my whole, so my sole focus. This is my sole purpose, my sole reason for living and existing. Yeah. And I'm going to help bring you with me. Yeah. Like, that is powerful. That is really like, like even just you stating that going through that role play, like you can feel the difference behind that, yeah. you know? And so you, like you, like you said, you enroll people in your cause, at such a deeper level with that. So yeah. I, I think it's really understanding, you know, as we, as we break down some of the principles uh, in our kickoff meeting in, in what it, what's required to be all in, mm. you know, one of those is exactly what you said. It's a definite purpose. It's an all in focus on something, right? It's avoiding the being so well-rounded. You have no point mm. the dabble game. Yeah. Right. Um, and then the second is that you have uh you know, you have such a, a vigor, an obsession, uh, an un, uh, a relentless, um, uh, what am I trying to say, energy focused on that. And then, and then the last part is when we're thinking about all of the things that are required to get the job done. Um, and you ask yourself, how much should I do? Well, do too much, yeah. right? Overdo it. Um, I shared this with our leadership when we were in the Dominican Republic, but the interesting, um, you know, genetic makeup of a salesperson is they're naturally optimistic. Mm -hmm. It's why they're good. It's why they're here. And so oftentimes we will convince ourselves that we can get from point A to point B with this much work, mm. right? Because we're optimistic. Oh, we can do it. We got it. And even though, even like the last week, Hey, you're way off your target. Oh, I got a week, right? They're just naturally optimistic, which is a gift. But like they say, your greatest strength can also be your greatest weakness. 
So that's why you hear thought leaders like Grant Cardone talk about his 10x, is it's giving, um, if, when you ask yourself, how much should I do? Well, do 10 times what you think. Because most of us are going to be totally okay with putting in more effort than we had to, but ensuring we hit the mark as opposed to knowing, hey, I didn't give quite enough, and because of that, I didn't hit the mark, right? We're usually more okay with doing more, and if we overshoot it, then so freaking be it, right? Yeah, yeah. and I think what people fail to realize, this principle you're talking about, they fail to realize that there are certain ceilings and certain plateaus that require an immense amount of energy to break through. Yeah. And if your focus, if that energy is divided, you never have enough of that um, that lift yeah. to be able to actually break through yeah. and to see something greater in yourself. Yeah. And so I think that's what's a be- that's a beautiful thing about this principle is if you can focus, go all in, right? All in on that definite purpose like you're talking about and really master that. It will open up so many doors and possibilities for you. Yeah. You'll find in yourself so much more than as though if you just dabbled in a bunch of different things, right? You'll find a lot of frustration there and pain, whereas though if you can really go through, there's still pain in focusing on one definite purpose, but it's going to help to actually lift you and it's going to elevate you, right? To give like your, your climbing the summit yeah, analogy. Yeah, totally. It's going to put you on a different higher playing field. Yeah. You'll be able to have a better perspective. You're going to find out more about yourself. You're going to be able to find out more gifts and talents that you have. Like, wow, I am capable of doing yeah. this. I am able to do this. I am able to do that. I'm back to my career. I can't imagine if I had, if I was trying to do like five different things, I, there's no way I'd be where I'm at today. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's because I was able to get really, really pinpointed focus on saying, I am going to become a master at this. I want to master being able to talk to people. I want to be able to master building a team and how to lead others in a powerful manner. Yeah. That then opened so many doors to me. Totally. Yeah. So, yeah, it, totally. And so, you know, when, when we are, um, once again, answering the question of what does too much mean for me, I think this is the opportunity for you to finally look at yourself in the mirror and go, what are the things that I have avoided mm. that I know I should do, but I haven't done? Or, or what are, what are things that, um, that I see other really successful people doing that I'm not doing? Yeah. Right. Um, you know, what, what type of targets have I typically shied away from because I know the work required for it. Mm -hmm. Right. But now how do I do that work to ensure I hit those targets? Right. It's, I, I always feel like if you want the answer, everything is, is within you, right? You've got all the answers here. It's just a matter of asking powerful questions and then answering them honestly. Yeah. Right. There, there might be a lot more to it than what you want to do. But from my experience is that when, when the stakes are high and when the work is tough, the reward at the end is so freaking rewarding because you had to grind to get there. Yeah. You have so much gratitude. Totally, because man. Work and effort. Yeah. You're yeah. like, I freaking did it. Yeah. Like I said, this was my focus. I obsessed about it. I went all in. Here's all of the things that I did that I was w- not willing to do before. All the things that I avoided that now I started to do that work. Yeah. Like we all know what it is. And the re- and it, as you hear this, you might even feel right now the emotions with inside you. You're like, oh man, you, you feel, you're already starting to live some of that pain because mm-hmm. you think that it will be painful. And it might be. Yeah. But that's why it's so beautiful on the other side. 
right? And so if you're starting to wiggle a little bit in your chair, squirm a little bit, you're like, oh, that, I know I should do that thing, and I, I've avoided doing that thing. Why not this be the year to do that thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. What's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to feel a negative feeling, negative emotion. Yeah. You're stronger than that. You can feel, you can stand, you're going to live and feel the negative emotion. Yeah, you're gonna and, get through it. And, and let's change our perspective. We either succeed or we learn. Yep. It's that simple. Exactly. We succeed and we learn. And the more we learn, we'll eventually succeed. That's just how it works. Yep. So in closing, you know, I want to I want to give a, a couple of really try to give you a, a few uh, really applicable things. How can you how can you take this and really apply it? You know, if you're a solar pro, brand new solar pro, maybe you've just just started knocking doors. Or maybe you've been with us for a while. Maybe you're a closer. You've been with us for a while. And you're, you have that kind of anxiety of like, am I going to make it? Is this good? Can I do this? My, what I would tell you is become a master of it. Do everything you can to master this craft. Do everything you can to become an expert. If you're brand new to door-to-door, do everything you can to learn the psychology of, of of how to pitch the psychology of sales, how to talk to people, how to powerfully communicate with them. Go as deep as you can and just commit to doing this for an extended period of time. Because like Ryan said, you're going to feel pain. You're going to feel yourself being stretched. You're going to feel this. You're going to feel that squeeze like, Oh, I can't do this. But as you, as you continue through and you commit to never giving up, you're going to find yourself growing yeah. and progressing, right? If we had this magical camera that could follow us around everywhere and show us how we were day one versus day 300, we would see a massive improvement if we put a lot of focused effort and energy towards getting better every single day. I think too often, though, we just forget what it looked like for us on day one. Yeah. And we, we, we've failed to see how far we've come. Totally. Yeah. And, and I hear Alex Miller talk about this a lot, but it's, it's the out of the office learning. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, um, I think it's very easy to show up to your team meetings and to attend the different calls that we have. And then clearly you're, you're getting your reps in as you practice out in the field, but what does it look like to continually, you know, read books and role play outside of the office, right? Um, constantly, um, obsessing about little golden nuggets that you can steal from other people that are getting an even better result from you. You know, it's obsessing about that. You know, and I would add a couple other things as well is that when we look at going, uh, we look at going all in some other application is sometimes there's no way around it in giving the effort that you give while you're out there, right? There, there is a different experience that when you're a solar pro and you're almost like, jogging slash swiftly walking in between doors as opposed to just taking a leisurely stroll, right? The difference in the amount of people that you can get to is night and day, right? Or that you are uh, a solar architect and that you only sell when a lead is in your lap, right? But you're not intentional about gathering referrals. You're not intentional about clover leafing, horseshoeing, or whatever term, working the neighborhood if you have a no-show, Right. It's almost like, oh, good. Like I can actually build up potentially more clients that I can go and connect with right now. I can go generate some more leads. Right. And I also think it's just hours work. Like it's such an mm-hmm. easy controllable, but we live in a fantasy land. We think, ah, I can get it done in 20 hours. No, like don't, don't shy away from, 
from work, you know? Like I look at some of our, uh, I, I think about one of our top pros, uh, Corey Livingood in Asheville, and it's his leaders will often say about him that he's the first, the first to be there, the last to leave, right? He is going to put in a lot of hours to get those types of results, right? So um, I think those are some things that where you could have some immediate application. Yeah, and I think we've even talked about with the techs, even something simple as though, hey, yeah, you're taking appointments. That's great. You can also self-gen, right? You can mm-hmm. open up your account and be able to help. That during that dead time, you can go and self-gen. But if you're taking appointments, something small, like, oh, you know, I looked at I looked at my calendar this last year, and I noticed I took my last appointment at 7 o'clock yeah. pretty much every night. What would happen if I opened up my calendar for two more slots until 10 p.m., three nights a week? Totally. Right? Yeah. Even something like that. That is, once again, going more all in yeah. on your calendar. That's just a small shift. I've always said this, too. The, the easiest sales are the ones where people are hardest to get a hold of. Oh, yeah. Right? And so that's, yeah. once again, living into this principle of staying out later yeah. and just finding somebody when they're home. Yeah. You go and talk to them. It's like, oh, yeah, I've never been talked to before. Yes. Sounds good. Totally. That's, and that's exactly right. Is, is everyone else who isn't playing as big a game of, as you've chosen to play has avoided connecting with that person. Yes. They just haven't put in the time to be, ever be able to connect with that individual. Yeah. So Yeah. They, they, they hear in the industry, it's like, oh, well, we knock until 7. Yeah. So we, we work until 7. Yeah. No one wants you after 7. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, man. The amount of deals that I have sold after seven, eight, nine, ten. Yes. You know, it's 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 crazy that uh, we have sometimes chosen to tell ourselves a story based upon that one rude customer mm. who goes, do you know what time it is? Yeah. But you've got ten others that are totally fine, totally comfortable with you connect with, connecting with them late at night. You know, it's, um, I've been, you know, I had the privilege to connect with, uh, with, with one of our, our top sales reps, Jason Morabito, when we were in Dominican Republic. And um, I know he is gunning for that top spot this year, and he's, he's definitely got the chops to pull it off. But one of the things that, that he said that's really going to be different this year is, is man, I'm, I'm open for business, yeah. right? Like, I have opened up my calendar, and he's going to get way more looks. And he continues to convert the same way. He's got a heck of a shot. And that would be counsel that I would give to everybody. Yeah, definitely. It's not, it's not, you know, hey, sorry, honey, I'm not going to see you in a year. Right? Yeah. It's not like the You got to still have the balance, right? Yeah, There'll yeah. be no one to celebrate with at the end of the year. <laughs> exactly. You still have to have that. You still be able to have to have your life, have your relationships. But where are those little areas to where you can really optimize, open up the calendar, going all in, like Jason, you talked about. Yeah. Yep. Open up my, opening up my calendar. Like that wasn't a whole lot of extra work. For him to do that, right? Yeah. Maybe you have to have some conversations with people. Totally. He has a significant other. Clearly, yeah. you can see he's so supportive of him and, totally. and those conversations have been had. And he goes, you know, look, this is this is important, but you're also important. And here's where we're going to connect. Mm-hmm. And they get on the same page with that, right? Yeah. And, and, and now you're going to have so much more support in chasing down that that goal as opposed to the occasional guilt. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's obviously, if that's in the back of your mind, as you're going all in and chasing that down, it's going to be pretty tough. Yeah, and I think that's an interesting, like, an interesting principle too. An interesting thing to look at is, it probably does require if you're going to go all in in life, given your specific circumstance, it's pro- it might require you to have some difficult conversations. Yeah, it might require you to have difficult boundaries you even set with yourself. You yeah. know, it's not going to just be like, all right, I'm going all in, and that's it. Like, no, there's 
more things to it than just that, right? If you have children, if you have, once again, a spouse or a significant other, there's going to be conversations, maybe sometimes difficult conversations. Maybe you have a friend's group where you do stuff two times a, a, a week or something like that. You have to talk with them about that, right? Yep. And so I think the more powerful you can commit to being all in, the more powerful you can have that message come across to your significant others, to people that you love in your life, yep. and that they understand that it's it's important to you. Yeah, of course. So, yep. Cool. Well, guys, gals, we appreciate you being with us. Uh, episode four of the Expanding Life podcast. Give us your thoughts. Give us your comments, suggestions. What are different things that you want to hear from us? Uh, Ryan and I are here to serve you, help to answer any questions you have. Uh, once again, much love to everybody out there. Thank you for watching Expanding Life Podcast. Until much love, next time. guys. See you guys. Later.